You're listening to episode 33 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. I love this week's conversation. Jennifer Zumbiel of Together Moments joins me to discuss how she's helping families make face-to-face communication a priority. If you've ever gotten a one-word answer back from your kids when you've asked them a question, this one's for you. This week's episode is sponsored by my friends at Go Mama Go Designs. If you're a parent with a little one in the crib or you know someone who's expecting, let me tell you that Pure Safety Vertical Crib Liners from Go Mama Go Designs are the absolute best. I use these with my youngest daughter, Callie, and I've gifted them to friends who are expecting. Knowing my baby was in a safe sleeping environment was such a relief. These liners are not only stylish to complement your baby's nursery, they're doctor approved. The liners zip onto the individual crib rails, they're breathable, and they come in a variety of colors, patterns, and materials, including organic. Shop GoMamaGoDesigns.com today. Okay, are you ready to dive into this week's conversation and meet Jennifer? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith. Welcome back to another episode. This week I am joined by Jennifer Zumbiel. Jennifer is the creator and owner of Together Moments LLC, a company with the mission of keeping face-to-face communication meaningful in a world that threatens it. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hi, Lauren. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited because I know many of our listeners are parents, including myself, and we all face similar struggles when it comes to parenting. So I know this conversation will bring a lot of aha moments and resonate with our audience. I think a good place to start is, will you share a little bit about yourself and what brought on the start of Together Moments? Yes, sure. Um, Okay, so Together Moments, we are on a mission to help people connect in those small moments in more meaningful ways. Mm. We believe that face-to-face communication is certainly being threatened in our world today. And we feel like there is a better way to go about making those meaningful moments happen. So Together Moments as a brand is about that. And from a product standpoint, we sell um, mealtime games that connect people in a more intentional way. So um, it's really fun. And a background of me is I, from a degree standpoint, mm-hmm. um, all the credentials, I have a business degree and then I went back to school to be a teacher. I felt like that was where I needed to use my talents. And um, I never would have guessed that going through four years of business school. But then I decided to go back and I have a master's in secondary ed and I taught high school. So um, that will kind of give you an insight into where I, (laughs) how I the educator standpoints. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, and as far as our family life, I married my high school sweet, sweetheart. We've been married for almost 15 years. We have four children, three daughters, and then we had a boy and our, um, children range from the ages of three to 11. Oh, wow. Yes. So So it's kind of, (laughs) my oldest is sixth grade. So we are you know, we are getting into a very different chapter of life. It's yes. super fun, but um, 
it's a lot as a parent to figure out all those new chapters, you know, because for a while you just kind of run the same path. And then, and then all of a sudden you're on a new one because you have to look at the world a different way and a different perspective. Um, but it is fun. We, we love doing all the family things and all of that, but to, to understand how together came about, um, this has been a three-year journey. So I just launched a little under a year ago. I made it public as far as, hey, we exist, come buy our products, right? right. That was um, May of 2018. And leading up to that, I about three years ago, I remember everything just kind of coming together. I, I think we can all look back on our lives and see little breadcrumbs that led us to where we are right. and, and to where... Um, our passions lie and all of that. And that's why I kind of said, I have the business background, I have the teaching background and the kids. And I just felt an overwhelming feeling that something had to be done, whether it was me or someone else, about face-to-face communication. Um, I just feel like the screens are certainly not going away Mm -hmm. and the distractions are crazy, especially when you're raising a family. And even if you're not raising a family, you have the demands of everything else, career, friends, everything pulling you. And I felt like there had to be a better way to connect people. And that journey there led me to think, all right, we all have we have to sit down and eat a meal together. <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah. And if it's not happening, because I certainly know, um, you know, I have four kids going all four different directions. Yeah. <laughs> meal time during the week doesn't happen all the time. But we all have to eat. So if you can figure out how to get a room together, you have a captive audience in front of you. Why are we wasting our time there? Maybe engaged on a cell phone or engaged in one-on-one conversations or not getting past those one-word answers. So I felt like there's got to be a better way. I'm going to do something about it. And I'm going to make sure that every every piece of effort I put into this product is going to get past the surface and dig deeper because I believe we only have the small moments to connect in today's world. Mm, That's so true. (laughs) Those screens really do take away a lot of our attention, even if we're not very mindful to it. So uh, whether it's us as parents, not giving, you know, that one-on-one attention to our kids, Oh, hold on. I'm on the phone or someone just texts me or even our kids having Kindles and iPads, especially I'm sure with your older ones starting to, to probably use them a lot more than the younger ones, but you almost lose that sense of that face-to-face communication. I love that, that your mission is to bring that back. Yeah. I, I think that is, you lose the sense of it. It's true. I think it's becoming a lost art. And if we're, we're not intentional about it, I think we lose those skills Mm. and just the very, very basic skills of eye contact and listening and collaborating and having compassion and lifting people up with positive comments and just positive body language. I, I think that there's a better way for all of us to go about it. And I, I, I don't, I think everyone wants to, I don't think people don't desire that. I think we've just never found 
the best way to go about it. Or it's, you know, at the end of the day, we're just so tired to engage <laughs> in that kind of conversation. Right. Almost like your brain can't think of a question to ask. I mean, it's just so done. Exactly. <laughs> so how does Together Moments really help bring back the conversation into families? So um, let me just set this up so people can have a visual here as yeah. far as um, the are you asking the product or yeah, our mission? Yeah. Okay, the product itself. So our flagship product, is, and we bag version and um, different seasonal for Advent and Easter and things like that. But our flagship product is a mealtime game that most people would play around dinner. It is in the form of a book. It needed to be compact. It's a five by eight size. I felt like people needed to be able to just set it on their table, put it in their napkin holder, throw it in a purse when they leave, instead of having the alternative, which could be cards that fall out and you have to contain. Um, So they have seven categories in this book with fold out sticker pages. And each category has 15 stickers. So that's a total of 105. Each sticker is a conversation prompt based on that category. So the reason it gets people to talk is several things. If mom asks you, hey, tell me the greatest risk you've taken, or if you're playing this just with a significant other, because it doesn't always have to be children, um, and you say, tell me what the greatest risk is you've taken, maybe you're in that moment where you feel like you want to share. But I would say most of the time, that person's going to say, okay, that's awkward. Why are you asking me that? Right. 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 <laughs> that's weird. Or the teenage boys. <laughs> exactly. But if the sticker says to do it, then it's a very different soft, um, you know, entrance into those kind of conversations right. and stickers are fun. So you, what would you, you would do is actually choose a category, pass the book, Everyone peels a sticker. You put it on your arm, your napkin, the side of the table. They're good stickers that won't damage. <laughs> they're called re, um, removable stickers. But um, they're not reusable, but they're, the adhesive is removable. But um, anyway, you just have fun. And it's a little fidgety for that person who likes to be more engaged with that. And it's... Um, the, the questions, every one that I wrote had three requirements. They had to lead to more than one word answer mm. and more conversation. They had to dig deeper and have meaning. They had to get a teenager to talk because I felt like I taught high school. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> I, I did. I know that if you can get that teenager to open up, you can get everyone else to open up about that one thing. And I don't think that teenagers are a demographic that don't want to open up at all. I know they do because I've been around them for a good portion of my life. I just think that sometimes people don't know how to connect with them and get them past that one word answer. So I felt like I could contribute to that. Um, so an example of a category is uh, things that make me go is one of them. And it's just a bunch of phrases. And so you peel it. And if your sticker says, that's crazy, then you have to say, what today made me say that's crazy? Or what today made me say, how wonderful? Or you've got to be kidding me. And you can just see how that one prompt makes the person 
dig through their mind and tell a story they may not have otherwise told. And it leads to somebody asking another question about that story. And then everybody gets involved and other people want to jump on. It's just a unique way to get past how was your day? What did you do at school? Things like that. What was for lunch? (laughs) It's like, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) And and do kids, and you know, when I think of those types of questions, I, you already know that your kid's going to give you a one word response. How was your day? Good. Fine. What did you do? Learned, played, you know, it's just like almost so robotic. So I love that these questions not only make you, I'm going to say dive a little bit deeper, but it gives you that reflection of your day, which I sometimes think even as adults, we have to be more mindful of, of what we thought, what we were feeling, what we experienced. You know, sometimes a day can just feel like a day, any other day, but this is actually bringing more meaning to your day. Yeah. Can I share a quick story about one of our our questions from last night? So my family, we are personally doing the Easter version. Um, and the question that we got was, um, it was about, a, a Bible verse about producing good fruits and, and how you have to cultivate the soil to produce good fruits. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you're going to produce bad fruits and that's just life. Right. And the sticker was, um, I don't have it word for word, but basically what decisions are we making in our lives that produce good fruits in our family Mm-hmm. And what is producing bad fruits? And just that one question, I'm telling you, we had like a 35-minute conversation. In fact, we stopped to go watch one of the March Madness games because dinner was over. <laughs> and it was the end of one of the games and we all wanted to see the score. So we go and we turn on the TV and there were two minutes left. And then we stopped it. And we went back to our conversation because it was that good. Yeah. And, um you know, you don't often sit around if I said, Hey, everybody, let's talk about our good and bad fruits in our family. I I don't know where that would go, but, um, because there was a prompt for it, it just, it makes you dig deeper. And there's a lot of things like that within the game that are more meaningful. How do you get, because you have kids who are, you know, of all ages, how do you get like your 11 year old and your three year old to communicate about the same things? (laughs) That's a really good question. Um, You know, it's just habit. I I think that the magic is really in consistency and modeling what you expect at your communication times, whether that's around a meal or in the car, that you just set up the expectation that you respect each other when they talk. And I think that we've just done that for a long time, that it just happens actually. But, but our, um, you know, we, there's certainly <laughs> not always amicable relationships between our children. Right. <laughs> home. So I think just, you know, reminding them, like, I need to tell my 11 year old, absolutely. You are talking to a three-year-old, honey. He doesn't understand. Right. And, you know, right. let's think about his perspective and things like that. So I think, I think as parents, we need to be very mindful of those relationships between our children and watch them. And, and I know it takes more energy. Believe me, I know I'm exhausted um, many, most days. Okay. But I, I know we have to watch those relationships and 
address those communication skills when they happen um, and, and correct them or positively reinforce them. Like I will do that all the time where I will point that out um, to any of my older children, to the younger children and say, oh my goodness, I heard that. I love how you just spoke to him. I'll call it out from the kitchen if I hear them playing in the family room. I think we, they all need to be positively reinforced. Um, and that just you know, that's like the self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. I tell my 10-year-old, hey, you are such a good leader to your three-year-old. I guarantee when she comes home from school that day, she's remembering that comment and she is going to do something in my eyesight where she can prove to me, look, mom, you're right. I am a good leader to him. Mm-hmm. Um and we have a whole category actually on complimenting. It's called warm and fuzzy. It's all about lifting. Oh, I love that. It's, it's, so I designed it actually. So it pulls out different people um, based on their um, traits. Like who has the next birthday? Tell them their top three qualities or um, tell the long, youngest person how they're a good leader in your family or mm. the one with the shortest hair or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Just so it's not always like the same, you know, just pick a person and it's kind of guiding who, who you're going to give that compliment to. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I think sometimes, um, you know, with this whole parenting thing, my, I'm thinking of my sister right now because she has one of those crazy mom schedules where, you know, two different kids have to be at the baseball field at two different baseball fields at the same time. And, you know, during certain sports seasons, they are all over the place and they don't have these times to sit down and eat dinner together every night. So can, how can we still have these meaningful, mindful conversations if, we're in a season of life where eating a meal together doesn't happen, let's say even every day, let alone every week. Okay. That is my life. So <laughs> I have great tips here. Last week we ate um, pizza out of a, I, I baked a pizza in our oven and we stuck it in a casserole dish and all ate in the minivan on the way to my <laughs> soccer game. So I get it. Okay. Um, so yes, I think sometimes there are going to be those weeks where we can't get together. And it is mostly, I think for us, it is a season, all of us, like maybe right. it's a three month time period. Right. And then it opens up. And I, I, I will say, I think in those seasons where we do know we are not busy, I think we need to make a very conscious effort to say, okay, guys, we're bringing it back. Everybody is now going to go back to eating meals together. And, and we need to be disciplined in that and make sure we set those times aside, um, when our season does slow down, because I I think those busy times lend themselves to create habits where we don't eat together. And then when that void is opened because that activity has ended, we might find ourselves filling it with sitting in front of the TV or everyone kind of coming and going at dinner. And I think we need to be conscious of that. But, um, the next thing I would say is, if your schedule is so crazy during, during the week, maybe you could find 30 minutes on Tuesday where you know everyone is in the house together. And even though that time might be crazy of, I gotta get my soccer shin guards and I gotta get my dance bag and whatever it might be, maybe do those things ahead of time so that 30 minutes can be focused where you guys could have a dessert together. Just focus on each other. I think there's very much magic in creating conversation when you have 
undistracted time around a table, looking at each other and making eye contact. Um, because the conversation has to happen. And then the next thing I would say is when you can't create those moments. One thing that we do a lot, and I actually do Instagram posts on this um, once a week, is taking a song that you hear in the car and pulling out a really good song lyric and Mm -hmm. talking about it. That's so cool. And (laughs) you could do that with so many songs. you're putting me on the spot here. I'm trying to think. I know time. it's always what, hard to think what of it was spot. <laughs> from last week, but, um, it was, uh, Oh, it was, I go back from Kenny Chesney. Okay. We all have a song that somehow stamped our lives, takes us to another place in time. That one happens to be about music. But if you talked about that in the car and you said, Oh my gosh, what song do you hear? And it takes you back to a moment. And I guarantee everyone in your car is going to initiate or engage in that conversation mm. because everyone has something to say about that. My, I know um, one of my daughters is going, I, I, can, I know exactly what song she would say immediately, and it's going to take her back to last summer, driving to our pool, uh, our swim club. And, and we would, it seemed that we would hear it all the time. So for her, it evokes these wonderful childhood summer memories, you know? Mm. And I think that we're all driving in the car together if we're not sitting around. Because if you're crazy carpooling, guess what? You only need 10 minutes. Yeah. That's a small moment. If you want to be intentional, you can. Get in that car, have a song ready to play (laughs) because you've planted it if you want to talk about a certain topic. Turn it on and and pull out that lyric and say, "Oh my gosh, isn't that a cool line? What do you think about that?" And I I bet they'll start talking. And I think you need to be prepared to give your point of view as well. Yeah, that's such that so that's such one tip. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. I love <laughs> that. I absolutely love that. Especially the car is a place where you can have those conversations. I know my kids. Um, I kind of joke with them sometimes because they'll get in the car and be like, oh, can I have my iPad or can I have my Kindle? Or if it's dead, they're like, oh, I didn't bring it. I'm like, what? You can't just look out the window for five minutes. <laughs> like that's all I used to do as a kid. But how, because they both love songs. I mean, everyone loves music, but how amazing would it be to take that song, have them listen to it and then start a conversation from it? Because it feels very easy and genuine as well. Exactly. And you know, I, I haven't even talked about this aspect of it so much, but then the, the follow-up part to that is say to your children, what song do you love? I want you to find your favorite line in there and tell me why you love it. And then they'll probably say something that you didn't even know they were thinking about that song, you know, that means something to them. Um, even if it's silly, it's not silly to them. And I think you can always get past the surface. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard sometimes to get past the surface, but then when you do it, you actually start seeing how deep your kids think. And it's like, oh, you're surprised me there. <laughs> it, yes, it really is. And you know, I, I'm living in a season of my life right now where, um, not to be morbid, but like my, I'm watching some of my, I'm getting to the age where some of my friends' parents are starting to pass away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the older you get and the more people, you know, the more people that, you know, that have 
tragic things happen at younger ages and things like that. And again, I don't mean to be morbid, but I say that because I just feel like we all get to that point where we think, you know what, I I don't want to look back and regret not making those connections or thinking life was too busy. Why did I let that season get so busy and, and take away from those connections? And I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, drop your kids activities to one a season and eat five meals together. Although that would be incredible for all of us. Imagine what that would do. I don't think it's realistic for me as especially I have four kids and they're all into lots of stuff and I want them to experience things. And, but, but I think you can live a life like that without the regret of that lost connection. If you are intentional about those small moments mm-hmm. and, and really figuring out how to make that connection, because I think we have all uh, designed in our mind, well, we can't connect because for us to connect, we need to go like on a two mile hike in this nature preserve <laughs> across town. And we can't get there because I can't make this day happen. Or we have to go to the amusement park. Or we have to go on this grand vacation. And I, I think we need to look at it as those small moments are built into our day, but we just have to use them, which, yeah. which is why this is, I'm so passionate about this because I know, I know these stickers over the meals work because I've seen them and I've heard the stories and I, and whether it's a sticker through our game or not, I think we all can find those ways to do that. Mm. I love that you found that way and you've made it so simple for parents like me who never would have thought of sticker because it's so true. It's so easy. I love the concept of this. And I know you touched on this a little bit earlier, but we know that the aim is to have these meaningful conversations with kids, but you said that this could also be used for couples who might not have kids, correct? Yes. Yeah. So and you said you may have an, ex- did you have a, a couple who doesn't have kids who have used the board game? I did. Um, okay. So um, the, let me back up. When I made this, I was, most because of my personal experience, I launched with the family version, right? The one specific for families. And I have expanded to a lunch bag version. And I told you the couple seasonal ones. And I hope to have one specific to gather for date night. Mm. Um, And on the front, it says a game to plant and harvest moments with families around the table. So that would be with or for couples around the table. But um, it has like a little carrot on the front. So those can be interchanged. (laughs) But um, I just had around Christmas time, I had a girl. She was so sweet. She contacted me through our website. And um, she said, I just got married last spring. And I, I saw your game. I want to really be focused on making sure my husband and I have good communication skills since we're newly married, which... By the way, I thought, yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. I I just wanted to be like, can you tell the whole world that? Yes. My younger self. But um, but, uh, anyway, so I called her instead of emailing her and I said, okay, let me tell you. And I read a bunch of questions to her and I said, yes, a lot of these are definitely geared towards children because it says like, tell the youngest child what they do to make you smile. Right. 
But I said, you know, you can certainly adapt these to fit you and still get the same question answered and things like that. And we have a whole home inspection category that's just about fun things around your house, like counting how many garbage cans there are without actually walking around, around like you doing it yeah. out more mindful how many do we have yes yeah. but um anyway she ended up ordering one and I had a random video show up in my um direct message last week uh, about two weeks ago from her and she said this is my husband playing and he was like putting all the stickers all over their windowsill anyway ended up falling up there and she said her husband was very hesitant he thought it was goofy he thought it was silly he didn't want to do it and she kept asking and he didn't and she finally baited him by taking it to out to eat in her purse and he played with it played the stickers with her at the table and said he loved it and then when they got home and you know a couple nights later he said how about we do that again and um she said that when they like when they just lay in bed um, and they're just talking and she said, I'll grab it off my nightstand and just flip to a sticker and we'll talk. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps that moment going longer. And I thought, wow. I love that. Yes. It's so, it's so humbling for one to know that, but all, I feel like all I'm doing, I'm asking the questions that everyone could ask if they sat down and thought about it, right? But who has the time? So really, it's just, I did the work to outsource all the questions that everyone thinks about and wants to ask anyway. It just doesn't always come out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been, and I'm sure you too, going on a date night and you're just sitting there, especially a night without the kids and you're just looking at each other. (laughs) Like, so... (laughs) <laughs> how was your day? You know, it's, it, it becomes that same autopilot type of conversation where you, your brain starts scrambling for something new to talk about. I love that they took it out with them to dinner and how awesome. I do too. It's special. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how, uh, I, I have some questions written, but like how a specific couple as one could develop and mm. over time, I, I think there's a whole lot of opportunity for those. Yes. Working on those specific relationships and just, um, trying to engage. Yeah. Um, I, love that, I love that she noticed this as a newlywed, that communication is so important as a foundation in their marriage and want it to continuously blossom that like, that's just, so cool to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Don't you think about that with your own children? Like yes. how many things I need to write this down. So when they are, you know, getting yeah. ready to get married, I can tell them all the things I wish someone had told me this, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, or I wish I had listened is maybe more accurate. <laughs> yes, because people will tell you things and then you go back and you're like, oh, <laughs> that was sold to me. I didn't follow through. <laughs> right. they, they warned me about that. Or I should have <laughs> put more time and effort into that. And I think we do that as parents as well. Especially when you have your first kid, everyone tells you everything of how it's going to go. And you you know, it sets your own course depending on your life. Not everyone's parenting journey looks the same, but again, we all have those same struggles within our journey. Um, and so we can relate to one another a lot of the times, but it's sometimes hard until you've experienced that to put what you've been told into actuality. 
Yes. Oh, I love it. So much well, so. Jennifer, I know that a lot of our guests are probably very, or our listeners, not guests, our listeners are very um, into the Together Moments. How can they connect with you further and learn more about Together Moments? We are at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. And also our website is togethermoments.com. If anyone would like to try a category sampler, we have seven downloadable stickers. Um, Of course, they're not on sticker paper unless you have that at home. (laughs) But um, that is togethermoments.com slash try. And if you follow us, um, I, I, you know, our whole mission is to help people connect in those small moments. So, so we try to give good everyday tactics of connect in this way. And of course, sample some of our stickers through our posts and things like that. So it's just a good way to follow connection. I love that. Well, Jennifer, I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. I know we can all use more quality time with our families and promoting effective communication is such a great way to connect with intention. So thank you for sharing your light. Thank you, Lauren. I really appreciate it. I love the intentional conversations Jennifer has created through Together Moments. For direct links to Jennifer's website and social channels, visit this week's episode notes at mindbizlife.com. A big shout out to this week's sponsor, Go Mama Go Designs. Go Mama Go Designs offers the only doctor approved liner that is soft and comforting, and they have available options in 100% organic cotton, 100% cotton, or luxurious minky. Don't ever sacrifice style for safety. Shop GoMamaGoDesigns.com. I'll see you back here next week for another episode. And until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.